Welcome to the first ever episode of the Dad Ventures Podcast. My name is Seth Bidoff. Uh, I'll be one of your hosts uh, for this show. And if you're listening to us, you may be wondering what exactly are the Dad Ventures. Um, Dad Ventures is this idea that I came up with several months ago. And it was a, it was a belief that, you know, as dads, uh, we have stories to tell. You know, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, a lot of stories get told from uh from, from mom's point of view or from couples' points of view. But I haven't really found one that really struck me as a dad, um, talking to other dads about uh, what they go through in their daily lives, how being a dad has affected them, and you know just what it's like to be a dad. Um, so this whole idea of dad ventures was formed, and we're, this isn't all we're doing, but this is the primary focus uh, of this podcast. It's our lives as dads. Um, I want to bring in my, my co-host, my partner, uh, Jacob Terrell. Um, some of you guys may know myself or Jacob or both of us, neither of us, uh, from our coverage of New Mexico United this past season. And this is a project that Jacob and I talked about, and we felt like we want both sat down and wanted to do this. Um, so, Jacob, let, let, jump on in here, man. Like, I don't know about you, but to me, this was uh, an important thing that I really wanted to, to speak on. Yeah, when you first came to me about it, uh, I don't even remember exactly when it was, but it really struck me, too. I do have um, one podcast that I listen to called Hey Dad that uh, it's just three dads and one non-dad, as they call it. And uh, I, I love what they do, and and uh, it it strikes with me a little bit, but it also is, it, I don't know if I've found anything that really talks about how much becoming a dad changes everything. Like, I know that I was told that before I became a dad, but until you experience it, you don't you don't quite know what to expect. And I'm looking forward to being able to use this podcast and uh, the website as a way to express that and express you know some challenges and some uh some of the amazing things that happen to you as a dad and just have a voice to be able to get out there and hopefully relate to other dads that are kind of looking for something else that they can go to and be like oh yeah that's that's kind of how i feel or oh yeah i didn't think about something that way or even people that aren't dads yet to be able to go to and be like oh yeah that's that's a little bit more of what to expect when you do become a dad. So yeah, I, I'm excited. I can't wait. I've been thinking about recording this first episode most of the day, if not all the day. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to get started. Yeah, you and me both. And you brought up something that really uh, that really struck home. You, know, you, you said you know, how it changes your life. I mean, you and I are around the same age. Uh, you know, I'm 35 now. Uh, I have three kids, uh, 13, 7, and 4. And all three of those numbers are going to be changing very soon, and I have no doubt that I'm going to be telling the wrong ones for, for months afterwards. Yeah. Um, but you're absolutely right. I mean, becoming a father just absolutely changes our, your entire world. Um, you know, when I became a dad, like, none of my other friends were dads. So I didn't really have anyone to go to. I mean, sure, I could go to my dad, but, you know, he lived across the country. So having someone close by that was going through similar experiences, um, you know, something that I, I, in a way, I craved. And I didn't I didn't really find that. Um, and I know talking to you, you've got two young kids as well. 
Um, so, I mean, and honestly, that first, you know, that first few days that when you find out you're going to be a dad, it's just an unreal feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that is for sure. Yeah. So I've got a, a three-year-old and then a, basically a 10-month-old. And um, same thing, like when we found out we were pregnant, it was like, okay, um, what what do I expect what should I expect? And I didn't really have anybody else to go to either. Um, none of my friends were, I have, we have some church friends that have, uh, girls that are just a little bit older than my oldest, but we weren't really that close and we kind of have different parenting styles. They are kind of a little more old school and I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm new school, but I'm definitely not the, uh, hard nosed, this and then the other and plus they both have girls and they both kind of spoil spoil them rotten and uh it's a little bit different with boys that i've that i know of anyways i don't have a girl yet so i can't really speak to that but i definitely don't spoil them spoil my son as much as they spoil their daughters so but that's something i've definitely noticed is how how parents how different parents treat their kids differently yeah you mentioned the two the the girls being spoiled you know uh, my oldest uh my daughter, uh, she definitely gets spoiled, uh, at least by my parents, you know, by her, by, uh, by my in-laws. Right. So not necessarily by us, but that's something too, to take into account, you know, grandparents, grandparents are oh, a trip. We're, we're going to have to do a whole show on grandparents. I know we kind of made a list of what we wanted some episodes to look like. I think we might have to throw grandparents in there as a topic because yeah, I could talk I could talk a little while on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's – and there are so many things that go along with being a dad. You know, being uh, – now have, you go from, you know, you and your wife or you and your girlfriend, you know, fiancé or whatever your situation is to now you've got baby and then you've got, you know, in-laws or extended family. And there's just so many things that I wish I had known before uh, I became a dad. Or even after I became a dad and had to learn along the way. Right. And so I think that's part of what we want to do here is talk about the things that we learned, uh, either you know, from experience or from other people. And then, you know, maybe we'll get questions along the way. Uh, you know, you and I are definitely going to share experiences um, as sure. far as that goes. But I, I think it, it helps to know that there are other people going through the exact same thing or have been through the exact same thing. I agree. And one thing though, that I, I will say is I'm, I'm not sure like they talk about the love that you have for your kids and how uh, immense it is and how you'd never like, I love my wife to death, but the first time I held my firstborn, it was, it's a, it's just a different, I don't know if it's a greater love, but it definitely is a different love. And so along those same lines, there's just things that no matter what you read, no matter what you listen to, no matter what you watch, uh, no matter what you're told by other dads, uh, you just, you can't really know. Um, but I think that I, I, I'm looking forward to kind of touching on certain things that if you're another dad and you're listening to this, you go, oh, wow, yes, I feel that exact same way. And I never had either been able to put it into words myself or... Um, I never really noticed it until you guys pointed it out. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm really looking forward to on, on this and, and the website, like I said, cause we, we both are writers. Um, well, I, 
I don't know if you consider yourself, I don't consider myself a writer. I consider myself a hobbyist writer maybe. Um, But it's something I enjoy to do. And I, it's a different voice that I think our written pieces will have a little bit different voice than our podcast. And so that's something else that you guys should check out if you get a chance. Cause I think it, it, it's just going to be a different angle to the same topics. Yeah, no, it definitely will be. And even if you're not a dad, you know, we want to speak to the, the guys out there that are becoming dads or may become a dad in the future. Um, and even if you're not a guy, you know, if you're, you know, I'm sure we may get some female listeners as well. Um, and if that's the case, they want to know dad's point of view. Like, I know that I learn a lot from my wife and, you know, looking at things, learning things from her point of view and how she perceives things and how she handles things. And so I think it works well going both ways. Um, you, know, you mentioned the website, and we'll definitely plug all of that um, throughout the show and, and at the end. But, yeah, we, if you're listening, you know, we appreciate you being here. Uh, check out the website. We're going to have all kinds of stuff. And, you know, our plan for this podcast, um, you know, Jacob mentioned, we've got, we already set out a number of topics. Uh, we've got, I think, nine or ten shows already planned out a little bit. And uh, we've, you know, that gives us a chance to... Uh, look farther into the future, look at other ideas. And there are so many things uh, when it comes to being a dad or family relationships uh, that we could really dive into. Um, And so our plan is right now to bring a a podcast every two weeks. Um, You know, if we find that we have more to talk about, then we can certainly do more. Um, But that's our plan. Uh, and so I, I, I'm super excited to be doing this and I just, you know, I'm, I, I don't, I can't say it enough. Like I am, you know, as a dad, as someone who's been through all this, you know, finally, uh, you know, connecting with someone, you know, uh, that understands the, the, the same, uh, trials and tribulations that, that we go through. Uh, it's definitely, um, definitely something that I'm looking forward to doing and, you know, comparing notes so to speak, you know, share the scouting report a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, you want to jump into this week's topic? or? Um, yeah, so we're definitely going to jump into this week's topic. But first, you know, one thing that we want to try to do every week is we want to, you know, kind of, you know, catch up. You know, uh, you know we text, through, we've been texting throughout the week and um, more so as we've gotten closer to the launch of this project. Um, and so I just kind of, you know, we want to talk, you know, what's something that really stood out from our week, you know, something positive, something negative, you know, uh, did our kids accomplish something, uh, you know, was there something that we struggled with through the week? Um, so I definitely want to, let's talk about that first, um, before we jump into this week's, you know, overarching topic. Um, was there, Jacob, for you, was there anything that, that you came across this week, um, that really, that really stood out for you? Well, it's still winter, and the kids have been sick once already, but the second round hit early this week and uh, has now moved from the oldest, who seems to feel better and more like himself, to the youngest. And the last time this happened, I got sick, so we're just praying that that doesn't happen. But one thing that uh, really, especially with my three-year-old, you know, when he gets sick and he's fussy and cuddly and like it sucks because i know how he feels and i know he feels terrible but it is kind of nice when uh 
you get to like last night where he fell asleep playing on my chest when I was watching TV and uh, it's those moments that kind of are lights at the end of the tunnel when you're talking about a sick kid just these little positive things that kind of come out of that because half the time when he's feeling good you know he he doesn't want to stop he doesn't want to lay down and cuddle he just wants to go until he's ready to pass out and go to bed so it's, it's that was kind of a positive and a negative and then as far as from a bigger theme that uh uh we've me and you have kind of talked about and we're me and my wife are kind of working on as we're thinking about a move um and it's not just across town or up to albuquerque from las lunas where we're at now and that's been it's been weighing on my mind uh a lot and you know one thing when you have kids is you if you're thinking about a move you know and it's just you or you and your girlfriend or wife or fiance you know you don't have to think about who's going to watch them if we're both working we don't you don't have to think about stuff like that and now we have to think about that um so it's the thing that i'm kind of struggling with is uh you know we've got a membership to the zoo here in albuquerque and a membership to explora and you know we got all these beautiful places that we can go within a short drive and uh the place where we're talking about moving is fort sumner which has beautiful places in and of itself but it doesn't have the zoo it doesn't have explora it doesn't have the culture that albuquerque has that I definitely want to make sure my boys are at least know of the culture of New Mexico. And, you know, Fort Sumner has culture for New Mexico and New Mexico history, a lot of it. I mean, Billy the Kid was from there and whatnot. But um, it's just how do I justify taking them away from stuff that they kind of gotten accustomed to in their young age and uh, something that we just are kind of working on and, praying on and trying to figure out what the best bet is so that's that's been uh topic number one as far as my family and then the boys being sick and then uh hoping that i don't get sick plus all the other things that go with dad's work and stuff like that i've got a my cousin is getting married on win or on saturday and i'm the photographer for it so been working on getting ready for that so it's been a busy week so far even though we're only at tuesday uh, and uh, it's only gonna get busier. Take a long time to get through. They really do. They really do. So but let yeah, me so ask that's, you. You mentioned yeah, you know, uh, being sick. You know, has it been that barky kind of cough? Yeah, uh, cough, phlegm, sneezes, um, fevers. The yeah, I, little one right now, man. He's he coughs. <laughs> he's funny though because he's he's kind of dramatic. So he'll be like. <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, uh, and you're just like, dude, you were done like three coughs ago. You just milked it for all yeah. it was worth. Yeah, no doubt. It, it's we've had we've got the same thing um, with with our youngest. You know, he gets sick around Christmas, and it kind of went through everybody. Um, you know, our daughter was the last to get it, um, but yeah, like even like me and my wife got sick, and uh, it's it's always hard, you know. And I, we're the kind of parents like we try not to over medicate yeah you know, we both, you know we've both my wife and i both work in medical fields and so we try not to you know give it to them unless like they really need it like let you know our, our thing is let the fever run you know let them try to get over it as best they can um and then uh, my mother-in-law believes a lot in uh, homeopathy 
So we tried different things like that. Um, and some, you know, I'm not a big Homey, believer. Homo in what? Homeopathy, <laughs> like all okay. natural remedies. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, um, one of the things that we do for the kids, like uh, when they when they're coughing, is we'll go and we'll buy a, a big yellow onion, and we'll cut it in half and score it, and it supposedly like helps like clear their airways at night, and so we'll just huh. stick a, a an onion in their room, um, and so yeah, I, personally I'm not a big believer in it, um, but you know my wife believes in it and her mother believes in it, and so you. Know, we try all kinds of different things. Like I said, we don't want to medicate because, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there's studies out there that show that medicating kids uh, or, you know, really over-medicating anybody, uh, you know, just create super bugs and all that fun kind yeah. of stuff. And, and you know, that, that, I know people are going to ask, you know, are you anti-vax or no? We're not anti-vax. We believe in vaccinating our kids. <laughs> you know, so let's just get that out there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, you know, and you mentioned too, you know, uh, moving like that's a huge deal like it really is um you know i think you guys are kind of in a spot though where uh neither of your kids are in school right and so you don't have to necessarily worry about you know changing school systems uh things like that um and uh, now your oldest probably has a couple friends right yeah he does and that's that's part of the struggle but he's also at the like he's at an age where he's going to be starting school soon enough that wherever we, like if we do decide to make this move, we want to make sure that it's something that we plan on being, being there for a while at least to give him a chance to make friends there and whatnot. And then yeah. we don't, we don't necessarily want to pull him from there to come back here if it doesn't work out. So it's just a lot of things kind of up in the air. Yeah, I know. I completely get that. Um, you know, us moving is something that we've talked about and you know i feel like you know for us especially at the ages that our kids are you know like i said 14 7 and 4 like uh and we really honestly uh and this is something we can dive into in a later episode is um uh the situation with my seven-year-old like we can't we really can't move right now um without making a drastic change right. uh, to our situation but i mean you know, even just our, our our daughter changing schools, like you know, going from uh, APS to a charter school was a huge change, and we didn't really uh, move. You know, we just right. moved her schools, and so I feel like you know, try to be as consistent as you can. You know, give them as much continuity as you can. Um, but I think you know with kids as young as yours are, I think that's a, a good time to move, you know, before they, you know, have those connections and have those, you know, really close friendships. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned that's too, um, sorry, you mentioned too, the, uh, the aspect of, you know, who's going to watch the kids and things like that. Uh, I, I cannot agree with you more. Like, that's a huge deal too. I mean, my in-laws are a couple of miles down the road. Unfortunately, you know, they're very good about, you know, helping watch the kids uh, or helping out, you know, when we, when we ask them to, like, I don't know what we would do. Like, you know, my folks live across the country. So like, if we lived anywhere else, like our lives would be drastically different as far as our schedules go. Yeah. And I have family in Fort Sumner and, uh, the ultimate goal, if we moved out there would be to not have my wife work. Cause right now she, she has to, she had to start working part time. Cause I changed jobs right before, well, right after the youngest was born. Um, so she works part time, and here we have a good. We've got 
my mom, her mom, her grandma, um, a bunch of people that are willing to watch. So uh, going over there, I'm sure we'll have people that are willing. It's just a matter of uh, finding them, getting used to them. I've got my dad, my biological dad's side of the family is from out there, and I'm close with them, but not as close as some family here. Yeah, no, I completely get that. Um, you know, how? Let me ask you this: How frequently do you, your kids see your side of the family? Well, they see. We live right next to my grandma, um, so they see her probably twice a week, and then uh, my mom, um, my mom and my stepdad, they go over there once a week for sure when my wife goes to work and then usually we'll see them in one more time uh unless they come over here which they'll do every once in a while so they'll see them an extra time if they do that and then my uh my biological dad has met my oldest once uh, but he lives down in the southern part of the state and that's a, another topic for another day um so yeah my parents once or twice and i don't have any brothers or sisters so it's just them okay yeah, I mean, it's always a transition, um, especially at that young age. Even just being around new people, like I know that we struggled for a while with our youngest, um, getting him to the point where he was okay uh, being around people he wasn't necessarily familiar with. Um, we had a, sist- a sitter when he was real young, who ended up moving uh, out of state, and. So for a little while, we actually kept in touch with them over, like, FaceTime and stuff like that. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, so I, I think technology definitely uh, makes a huge uh, difference as far as that goes. It's even, like, us seeing my family who lives back east, um, it, it's hard at times. And for a while, it took um, both the boys uh, a while to really recognize um, that side of the family because we didn't see them regularly. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, we've touched on so many different things here in just these few minutes. Like, I, mean, yeah, I mean, you've got huge decisions ahead. Um, and yeah, and I, that's a massive decision. Um, I mean, but if it's beneficial, you know, for your family, you know, then that's ultimately, you know, the, the thing you got to look at, you know, the yeah, benefits exactly. outweigh, you know, the possible downsides. So yeah, and that's what we're looking at. It's still something that's kind of up in the air, but uh, we'll we'll figure it out shortly. And uh, wherever we're supposed to be, we will be. Yeah. How, so how was your week, Seth? Oh man, my week. Let's see what what happened this week. Um, well, it was sixty yesterday and sunny, and today it was thirty two degrees and <laughs> snowing. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's not necessarily related to the podcast, but um. No, it's it's actually been a pretty good week. Um, you know, our, our youngest is, uh, the other day, he figured out how to use a hoverboard all by himself. Um, the, that was the big gift that we got the kids for, the kids got for Christmas this year. So which a one's a hoverboard? Um, it's like the little, like, the, it's almost like a, think of it like a, think of it like a skateboard. But mm-hmm. instead of the wheels, you know, going sideways, like you stand, stand like kind of like a, on like you stand like a snowboard, and you go forward right. and back and yeah. Okay, that's so, the one I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. So your four-year-old knows how to do that? Yes. 
Um, I've seen grown men wipe out all over YouTube on those things. Oh, yeah. That I, if my wife had filmed me, there's no doubt that I would be on YouTube as one of those <laughs> grown men wiping out. Um, yeah, no, he... Uh, that's probably the big, like, positive from the week, which is which is really cool because like, he'd been having us, like, take him up and down the hall. Like, he'd hold under our hands and he'd get on the hoverboard and go down the hall with us. Oh, the other day he goes, Daddy, I want to do it by myself. And he just let go of my hands. And next thing I know, he's zipping around the house on the hoverboard. And now he can, he can, go, he's now he's going backwards on the hoverboard and he's spinning in circles. Wow. Yeah. And he's like maintaining his balance and just zipping all around. And so, yeah, I'm like, he's four and he's figured out how to do this all by himself. And so I'm like, I can't, I can't believe this. So, um, yeah, that's the big positive. Um, for the week uh probably the biggest struggle we've had with him with well any of our kids really is uh so our youngest is in preschool and we're trying to figure out ways to get him to um not pitch a fit when we drop him off in the morning Mm. um yeah it's he for a long time it was like every morning he was pitching a fit um at the preschool um, and my wife came up with an idea a while back to where he could, because he kept asking for Minecraft on his tablet. And so we said, okay, if you can go a week without getting upset at school and drop you off, we'll put Minecraft on your tablet for you. Well, that worked. And then it was, okay, if you can be good, we'll leave Minecraft on your tablet. And now it's, the goal is for him to get, because he goes four days a week, the goal is for him to get four X's on his calendar. If he gets four X's, that means he's been good every day at drop-off, and then he can play uh, on his tablet and on the PlayStation uh, on the weekends. And it's just been, uh, I think a lot of it has to come down to all the holidays and time off school and disrupting the schedule. And so the past week or so um, and this morning were just really bad as far as um, how he's been doing at school. Um, he did, he had three or four good, three days out of four good last week. Um, we're not, he said one out of two good days so far this week, but it's just one of those things like it, it, it's heartbreaking to take him there and then for him to like not want to let go or start pitching a fit and screaming and causing a scene at the school. And like, I feel uh, my wife was the one that generally drops him off and it's just heartbreaking for her. You know, and it's not that he doesn't have fun at school. He just gets upset because he misses his mom and he, and he doesn't want her to leave. And so that's been a real struggle um, for us lately. Uh, but it's something that, you know, we think we're making progress on. But then he has yeah. days like today where he just doesn't want to have it. Yeah, it's the whole uh, pitching of fit thing, like. We don't, our, our oldest isn't in preschool yet, but there are definitely times when he wants what he wants or doesn't want what we want him to do. And and you can't, like, I can't put myself in his mentality. Like, I don't know why, like, it's like, like trying to get him to showers. And like half the time he's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then other times he's like, throws a fit. And you're like, dude, every time you get in the shower, you start playing and you have fun. So just get in the shower. <laughs> like it's, right. I don't know. I can't, I can't figure out why you're doing this. Um, so yeah. And I can't imagine like 
we get my wife more so than me but we get so embarrassed when the either of them start making a bunch of noise and anywhere in public uh that i couldn't imagine trying to drop them off every day at the same place and every day having the same issue and every day seeing the same people staring back at you going what are you guys doing <laughs> and you're just yeah. like i'm trying man i'm trying that's that's 95 percent of parenting to me is just trying it's just putting in the effort yeah and absolutely sometimes yeah. sometimes you get looked at like you're like they don't they don't realize that you're putting in the effort and your kid's just throwing a big fit in the middle of walmart and you're like yeah. look i know that it looks like i'm just standing here watching him but that's that's because that's what i'm doing because you can't do anything else and like I could spank him and he can scream more. I can drag him out of Walmart before we're done and then we just have to come back later or wait till he calms down and then come back in. So I'm just going to do what we've got to do and get out of here as fast as I can. And if he stops screaming before we get out, then awesome. And if not, well, sorry, you guys have yeah. to live with it. It's it's part of life. Yeah, it's just one of those things. That, it, it, you know, at the beginning of the year, it, there were quite a few kids that were doing it, you know. But yeah, it's just, I think it's... They're trying to figure out their place, what they can and cannot get away with. And even though you set rules for them, they're still going to try to um, figure out where that line is. Um, yeah. I mean, they're going to have days that they don't want to do things. I mean, uh, we struggle with uh, getting him to eat at times. Like, he'll graze all day long. Like, he'll come home and he'll eat snacks like every half hour if you let him. When, when it comes time for dinner, like, he doesn't want it. So my yeah. wife, 90% of the time, like, makes a separate meal just for him. And it's usually something like chicken nuggets or grilled cheese or something like that, something easy. But, you know, it's just he's figuring out who he is and what he wants um, and, you know, what he can and can't do. And so there are times where, you know, you just you feel like you ha there's no option but to give in to what they want, you know, and it's just – it's hard some days. It really is. And like my wife is so unbelievably strong like with all the stuff that she puts in, cause, puts up with. Because I usually I'm at work before all this happens, and so right. you know I don't get, I don't see this a lot of the time. You know, it's just it, it's a, it's a everyday not not an everyday thing, but every day we have to wake up with a new mentality. Saying okay, we're gonna try it again today. We're gonna. Hope to hope that today's better, and we're gonna you know, move forward. You know, learn something new. Help him. See if we can help him grow up a little bit more, and hope that one day it's all gonna just sink in. Mm -hmm. This kind of ties into our our topic of the week. Um, is goals of your fa of being a father, whether that's uh, things that you want yourself to accomplish while being a father are things that you want your kid to accomplish while you're fathering them and one thing that and the two things that I kind of strive to get better at every day every minute every hour of being a dad is being patient with them because uh, it can be trying to father a three-year-old that doesn't want to do something like we've been talking about it's like okay how like I just just stay calm be patient. He'll get over it. He'll move through it. We'll get through it. Like we're potty training right now, and he he knows when he has to go. Oh, 
did you you've potty trained yes. before <laughs> and you know how it goes I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a it's a roller coaster there's days when he's like daddy i gotta go pee and i'm like okay cool let's go and he was like all right and we go pee and like just right before he went to bed he even though he had a pull-up on which usually if he has a pull-up on forget it he's peeing in that thing 99 times out of 100 but he said daddy i gotta pee and i said okay let's go we went to the potty and he tried he's like i don't have to and I'm like, okay so then we came back out and 10 minutes later daddy i gotta pee all right let's go and then I kind of know when he doesn't actually have to go or when he does actually like really have to go because he'll tell me not to go in with him, which I think is ironic because every time me or my wife go to the bathroom, he's right there with us and yeah. we don't have any privacy. <laughs> so why does he want privacy? Right. But he'll be like, no, dad, stay out. And then I'll be like, all right. So I'll stand at the door and kind of peek around. And today, tonight, he, he said, stay out. I said, okay. He went in there. He pulled his pants down. He got up on his little step stool peed in the toilet said he was done flushed the toilet came out i helped him with his pants i was like why can't you do that every time yeah and then there'll be days where i'll ask him 20 times do you have to go to the bottom do you have to go to the bathroom do you have to go to the bathroom no 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 and then i'll ask him and a minute after i ask him the last time he'll pee his pants and i'm like son <laughs> i've asked you this 20 times you know what it means you know what to do like, you know it, you just do it. So it's times like that that I just have to, you know, be patient with him and, and uh, you know, not try to, try not to get so frustrated or angry or overwhelmed or whatever the case may be and just, you know, realize, you know, he's, he's learning. He's, yeah. he doesn't have it down yet and, you know, he's not supposed to. Like, he's three. Like, yeah. he's still in the process. So, and then uh, the other thing that I strive for every day is to be present. Um, you know, there's a lot of distractions in the world with technology and, you know, social media and TV and everything like that. And then on top of that, you know, we've got um, our jobs. And then, like I mentioned, the photography thing that I'm trying to grow and build and do a little bit more of so you know last night I got home and I got on the laptop and was looking at poses that I like that I'm wanting to try out on Saturday and for like the first hour I feel like I ignored them even though I wasn't ignoring them and I was talking to them here and there but uh, just not being present with them and you know we I did sit down and build a train set with them and we played and stuff like that on and off but my mind necessarily wasn't there and right. that's something that you gotta just kind of every once in a while more often than i do for sure i need to just let everything else go for a little while and focus just on him or just on xander which is our 10 month old and you know just kind of not think about anything else not do anything else and just be with them and because one thing that uh so a little bit about me growing up was my mom and my dad divorced when I was like one, I believe. It was right around there anyways. And, uh, you know, my mom had boyfriends on and off throughout. Uh, she did meet my stepdad when I was in between seventh and eighth grade year. Uh, he came into the picture, and he's been a godsend man, I tell you what. But before that, like when I was young, you know, I don't necessarily remember it all because I was little, but 
you know, I think that those years, whether we as adults remember our time at that age or not, they are very formative, obviously. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I'm there for them and, and, uh, they know that I love them and they know that I care about them and they know that, um, you know, even if they do something wrong or especially like when they get older, if they, uh, are in a tough situation that they know they can come to me and not, uh, I mean, if they come to me and they're like, Hey, um, I did this really bad thing, then I'm going to be like, okay, well, you're going to get punished for that, but also know that I love you and I'm not like mad. I'm not like hating you now. I might hate you in the moment if it's really bad, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that overall I don't hate you at all. I love you more than anything. And I just want you to learn from it and grow from it and get better. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, so many things that you said just like resonate with me and like how I feel about stuff. Like, so uh, going back to the potty training real quick, you know, you mentioned that he he's trying it. Did you guys try any like tricks or like rewards or anything to get him to do it? We we did the, you know, you get a candy if you go on the potty. We um, that was really the only bribe that we yeah. did. And look, for those of you that aren't parents yet. And uh, we say bribe, just wait, <laughs> because bribing is, it, it, it it's inevitable. I mean, it's, it absolutely if is. the kid's throwing a fit, you're like, look, if you just stop throwing a fit, you'll get to do this when we get home, if that's what you want to do. Just stop throwing a fit, because it just wears on you. Like, yeah. you don't realize it, but it's a, a three-year-old screaming at you is just, it's not pleasant, and it just wears you down. It's like... If we wanted to torture terrorists, you just give them a three-year-old and say, you need to tell this three-year-old that he can't do this thing and see how long before yeah. they crack, because it won't be long, I guarantee. Yeah, so, no, it's, it's tough. And, like, it really is. We like, did do, we, we, we put him in underwear, and that just seems to punish us, because then pee gets all over the place. Yeah. Or poop gets all over the place. Um, I was listening to, was listening or reading something, where they didn't put him in underwear. They didn't put him in anything. They not like bare butt, but they put pants on him mm -hmm. without underwear or a diaper or pull up or anything. And they said that, uh, you know, they don't feel as comfortable going in because even when you have the underwear on, it still feels kind of like a diaper, like it's secure. Everything's especially for the boys. Yeah. Everything's you know tight tight little package there and if they don't have that then they're like this doesn't feel right uh i don't know what to do here um so we we haven't really tried that we've done it in situations where we haven't had underwear or a pull-up to put them in if we're mm -hmm. not at the house but um and like i said he knows he knows when he's supposed to go in the potty he knows when he knows that he's not supposed to go in his underwear or his pull-up or anything like that it's just a matter of him realizing it in time to get to the bathroom or yeah. like if he we've noticed it a lot like if he's playing and like really into one thing that he's like I'm really into this and I don't want to stop this to go to the bathroom so I think once they get through that mentality he's he's getting better and better and better um but we really haven't had any any breakthroughs like aha moments that we've done this or that or the other and it's been like the thing that's made it work yeah it's just trying everything and 
seeing what sticks. Yeah, no, I absolutely get that. We tried, you know, we tried the candy thing. We tried, you know, letting them just run around the house with, you know, run around the house without, you know, pants on, without underwear, you know, pull-ups, things like that. Um, but yeah, like nothing really like set him off, you know, made it, made everything just like click. Um, he just started doing, you know, I mean, he would still tell us, he still kind of waits to like the last minute. I said, like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go. And it's like this big emergency to run to the bathroom. Um, but, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think different things affect it, you know, like being at school. Um, he's had, I think he's had like one or two accidents this year at school. But again, you know, new environment, new situation. Uh, I definitely think that that uh, has an effect on it. But um, one thing that we do, um, and we've kind of got to the point now, like we're, uh, we he kind of we threaten him with pull ups at night if he doesn't go potty before bed. Um, so this one we just have a, a routine, you know. Uh, so do do bath on certain nights. All right, all right. It's bedtime. We're gonna do things in this order. We do the same way every single night. Um, so we get that routine down. And I can't even think of the last time that he had an accident here at home. Uh, so yeah, it's just one of those things. Like you said, you, you, you try, you, you bribe, you beg, you're like, please, you've got to, you know, go to the potty. Like you, you have to do this. And, um, I think the, the one thing more than anything that really worked with, with, uh, with our youngest, with Logan is, uh, Daniel Tiger. Uh, there's an episode where Daniel Tiger learns about, you know, going potty. And so it's like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, we sang the song with him and it's, that really seemed to work because he just loves watching Daniel Tiger. Um, nice. But, yeah, there wasn't, like, anything that we really did. Like, it just kind of uh, clicked one day. I mean, and there are still times where, you know, like, I mean, he's obviously not to the point where he can wipe his own butt, things like that. Um, right. So he'll go in there, he'll do his business, and he'll yell, Daddy, I'm done. <laughs> and so it's like, yep. yeah, lately I've said, I'm not done. It's like, what aren't you done with? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah just yeah that man yeah if you're not a dad if you're not a parent potty training is one of the most frustrating things in the world um yeah it, you know you mentioned you mentioned so many things like you know uh as far as your goals you know like mine when i first found out i was going to be a dad and when i found out that i was going to have you know a stepdaughter and another son my biggest goal was I wanted to be a better dad to my kids than my dad was to me. Um, and oh, that, preach, buddy. Preach. And, that, and <laughs> that, that sounds mean. It, it really does. And, like, you know, I love my dad, and it's a topic we'll get into later on. But, you know, that's just something I strive for. I want to be a better dad than what he was. You know, you talk about, you know, being present for your kids. And, you know, you know, you and I both work. We have full-time jobs. We have side hustles. We have hobbies. We have all these things. And it is, it's so easy to come home and just sit down and you know, be on my phone or sit down and, you know, want to do something else. Just flip on the TV, you know, open up the laptop, start writing. Um, but what I, what I do for me and, you know, we're, we're, um, we're recording this, uh, you know, it's now almost 11 o'clock at night. Um, for, yeah. <laughs> for those of you that are listening, you know, I try to do, I don't, I try to not do things until after my kids go to bed. 
And, you know, that's probably how we're going to do the show from here on out is, you know, once the kids go to bed, then we can, you know, pop things open and, and you know, do do writing or uh, recording a podcast episode or, or something. And so, like, mm. you know, even with, like, my side job, my side hustles, like, I, I, you know, I drive DoorDash and Uber Eats and Grubhub and all that kind of stuff on, on the weekends. And so, like, while I'm doing that in between orders, like, I'll have my laptop with me or my phone and I'll start writing or start researching for something. Um, but, you know, and, it, you know, I hate doing all those things. I have to to take care of my family, but I would much rather be at home spending time with my kids, you know, putting together some Legos or, you know, playing a game with them or something. Um, there's just, there's just, you know, there always feels like there's something. And this is a topic we mm-hmm. have set aside for, you know, how do we balance all of this? But yeah, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. and that's something, with, you know, my wife and I struggle, both struggle with at times is, you know, being on our devices. And, you know, it's, and now that we have this, this new venture, this project, um, she's like, well, you're going to have to interact on social media. You're going to have to step outside your comfort zone and do things to promote this. I'm like, okay, so it's something else to, to balance, you know, I, you know, cause it's not, you know, we, you know, we covered New Mexico United as, as part of all of this. And you know, we did it last year. It's okay. News can break at any point. You know, the club can send yeah. something out and, you know, you want to try to report as report in a timely manner. You know, but yeah, like you know, like dinner time, the phones go away. Um, we usually have a show on you know during dinner. Not probably not the best idea, but you know it's something we all sit down and we have like Big Bang Theory on. Um, yeah, or like there's some shows that we all just sit down and watch together. And you know, I, again, it's probably not the best because we're all, you know we're staring at a screen, we're not interacting with each other. But you know, it's something that we're all doing together. And so I think, you know, one of the things I want to strive for is finding ways to, you know, interact with my kids, with my wife, that don't involve, you know, electronics or anything like that, you know, because setting up like a, a board game night or something, you right. know, and then it, it's, that's one of the hardest parts about parenting is finding time to do all the things that you want to do and still do the things that you have to do. Like, mm-hmm. I want to spend so much time with my kids, but, like, you know, dishes got to be done. Even just house stuff, like, not even, like, side hustles and hobbies. It's, yeah. you know, it's like... Yeah, that'll, sorry, be, like, that'll I, be another topic. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, I got to do this. But, yeah, those are those have been my goals as a, as a dad. When, like, when I first found out, you know, what are my goals? You know, I want to be a better dad than my dad was, and I want to, you know, I want to strive to... You know, find, be better about putting away the electronics, putting away things and just being with my kids. Yeah. So. And that's something I think everybody in this day and age struggles with is, is just, you know, taking the time to put the phone down for a little while. And like, I know even like we put the kids to bed and even me and my wife will, we'll go to bed and we'll lay there and we'll both be on our phones for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and not say a word to each other. And it's not it's not the greatest it's not it's not what is the healthiest thing for us or for anybody and we struggle with technology with my son with the oldest one because he wants the phone and if he doesn't get it he throws a fit and it's like he's three and he doesn't even have his own stuff and it already has such a hold on him that he throws this giant fit if he doesn't get what he wants oh does he watch that ckn toys 
No, 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 no. no. Okay. No, my son, uh, YouTube is, I, I think I, it's something that I'm not huge into anyways. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely, he, Alan will put on um, like Baby Shark stuff for him oh, yeah. on the smart TV every once in a while. But for the most part, he he just watches. We have Disney Plus and Netflix and Hulu and we don't have cable. We're millennials in that way, I guess. Um, <laughs> but so he'll have, he has his shows on there like, PJ Masks and Paw Patrol and Phineas and Ferb, which was me getting him into that just because that's the, one of the cartoons that I can actually stand to watch. Right. So it's it's a little old for him. Like, he doesn't understand it completely, and he just watches just to watch. It's not it's not a preschool-age show necessarily, but I enjoy it, and he enjoys it. So it's like we can put that on when me and Allie are actually sitting there watching TV with him. And we can both get, everybody can get chuckles out of it and stuff like that. So, but it definitely is like one thing that we really enjoy doing is, you know, going to the zoo or explore like I mentioned when we were talking about if we moved, um, some of the things that I was going to miss because, you know, in the summer, uh, spring and fall, and sometimes in the winter, even in New Mexico, cause you never know when you're going to have a 60 degree day like yesterday, you know, Zeke, the oldest just loves going to the zoo. He loves being able to run around. He loves looking at the animals. He has his favorites. And uh, when you have a membership, I think ours was like 80 bucks a month or 80 bucks a year. But that got you in unlimited amount of times for free. So it's something that we can do that is cheap and gets us out of the house and gets our phones put away and gets technology out of the picture completely because you're walking around the zoo looking at stuff. Yeah, I'll take the phone out and take some pictures every once in a while. Or I'll take my camera and take pictures every once in a while, but it is a it's a easier way to be present and spend quality time with your kids rather than sitting at home where you have everything at the tip of your fingers that can be a distraction. Um, one thing that you mentioned the first thing the first thing you thought of when uh, you found out you were going to become a dad was to be a better father than yours, and I completely complete that resonates just so much with me, um, which we'll get into our backstories at a later date, I imagine. Um, but my first thought was, um, okay, my first goal obviously is to keep this thing alive as long as I possibly can (laughs) until it can take care of itself, which sounds very simple and very, uh, maybe a little too simple, but I mean, they can't do anything. Like if you're not a dad, you, you don't realize how like they can't like yeah, they can't completely dependent they yeah are. exactly like they your their life is solely in your guys's hands and you got to be careful about anything and everything around the house who you leave them with uh you just got to keep especially when they start walking and crawling and stuff and oh, they can man. disappear in a flash and you're just like what what where'd you go yeah. you were right here one second ago and now you're all the way on the other side of the house getting my my youngest right now he loves to sneak his way into the kitchen and we have a water there for or a bowl there full of water for the dogs and the cat or the dog and the cats and he loves to just splash around in it which is fine except it makes a mess yeah and then there's still a risk of him you know losing his balance because he's crawling 
he crawls really good now, but when he sits up or when he tries to stand up, he's still a little wobbly. You know, he could fall face first into it, and it's deep enough that if he panicked, you know, something bad could happen. So it's yeah. like something that you would never really necessarily think of to be a hazard is a hazard, and you've got to, like, Zeke, our oldest, I feel, eventually I'll get to a point where I won't have to specify which one's the oldest, which one's the youngest, but for now, I still feel like I have to. So Zeke, the oldest, you know, he goes out inside. He goes outside in our yard and plays by himself uh, when it's when the weather's nice, anyways. And and I I trust him to not do something that puts himself in like grave danger um, without me watching him twenty four seven. My wife necessarily doesn't agree with that. She gets nervous some still, but um, when they're really little, you just you gotta be watching them like hawks and making sure. Like I remember for Zeke. When he was first born, you know, one of us rode in the back seat with him for probably like two months. Because oh, well, yeah. when you're in the front seat, you you're like it's crying one minute and then it's he's silent the next, and you're like, "Are you alive? Yeah. Like, what happened?" <laughs> and uh, that was more my wife's doing than mine. But at the same time, like I remember one time specifically, I was driving him home, and he was just screaming bloody murder like the whole ride. And then all of a sudden, he just silent. And, you know, when he's two months old, you can't, like, ask him a question and expect him to respond. So you're trying to, like, look over the car seat and you're twisting around, putting yourself in danger because you're not looking at the road, trying to see. And Finally, I just had to pull over and check. And he was just sitting there with his eyes open, staring at me like, what are you doing, dude? We were we were good. I was yeah. fine. <laughs> like, and, oh, that's and what it's just car rides are magical for putting babies to sleep they they can be they can be sometimes our son hated his car seat and sometimes he was out before we even pulled out of the driveway it just depended it's my mom said that she used to put me in the car all the time to get me to go to sleep so i definitely believe you on that oh it it never failed um with alex my my older son Anytime we went somewhere, he would fall asleep about two minutes before we got there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. And so, like, trying to, you know, um, at the time it was just, you know, I, it was just me and Alex. And, you know, I, walking through Walmart or wherever, hearing a sleeping baby, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, makes it kind of hard. Because you, you don't want to wake them up. Right. You know, because like, especially if they've needed a nap or, you know, whatever, like, you just try to let them sleep as much as you can. But, um, yeah, there's just so many things that you have to constantly be worrying about and checking on. And, and uh, yeah, you mentioned you know, who, who are they with? You know, can you leave them with somebody else? And I know for a long time, like, we didn't let anybody, like, watch either of the boys. And so, uh, yeah, it's just, it's hard, man. It really is. And um, But, you know, as they get older, you have to figure out, you know, the best thing for them you know what's the yeah and then like date nights and things like that you know and yeah it's and you start trying to realize you know, figuring out goals for your kids like for me like you know having three very different kids it's trying to set goals for them like my you know our, our daughter who's 14 you know my goal for her is that she becomes self-reliant you know independent because in theory She's going to be out of the house in just over three years. Um, more than likely, she's not going to be. You know, we love her to death, but, it's, you know, I 
I want her to be independent and able to do things on her own. Um, you know, be responsible for um, for what she has to do. You know, right? Um, fight for the boys. You know, right now it's um, find something that that they love to do. Um, Alex is into sports, so uh, we try to keep him in a sport uh, whenever we can. And then for Logan, we don't really know. Like right now, our goal is let's fo- let's get down the whole school transition. And then next year we've got kindergarten, um, so yeah, it's that. That's kind of where we're at right now. But I mean, I think my biggest overarching goal for all three kids is, you know, to teach them the skills that they need to to take care of themselves. You know, help them be independent to where they're not constantly coming and saying, "Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, I need this. Hey, you know, um, you know, I want this. I want that." what are the rules of the house can you do it yourself you know and so like we're getting there like logan kind of doesn't want to do it all all the time but uh he's even him you know at four years old like he knows okay i'm out of water i can go to the fridge and get some water i know where my snacks are Um, i know that i can't go outside without someone out there with me things like that um yeah just prepare them you know for life for when they get older yeah, I agree. I hadn't, I uh, hadn't thought of uh, the wanting them to be self-reliant and being able to take care. Of, like, of course, you expect them to be able to take care of certain things by themselves, but that is something. Like, even I'm thirty, and you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what to do here. I need to go to my parents, and uh, I think that's fine. It's just you don't want them to, you know, be thirty and still living at home, you know, and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Um, one of the, I, I just want my, I, right now we just have the two boys, um, whether we have more or not, uh, is still kind of up in the air, but any kids that I have and, and the two that I have now, you know, I just, I want them to grow up to be, you know, respectful and kind and loving and accepting and, uh, you know, if, I don't I don't have goals for them as far as like I want you to become the president of the United States or I want you to be a doctor or a teacher or anything like that. You know, whatever they want to grow up to be is up to them. I just hope that they do whatever they do, they do it their best and they do it the right way and they don't cut corners and they don't um step over people to get there and they don't treat people badly when they, when they are there at whatever profession they're doing. I just I um I see too much uh, lack of respect everywhere, and uh, that's one thing that I hope that my kids just uh, know how to treat people and know that, you know, as the old saying goes, you know, treat people, treat others how you want to be treated. Um, I think that needs to ring more true and true throughout, so that's my main goal for them, and uh, hopefully that's what I can accomplish. Yeah, and you know, it as dads, you know, we have a lot of responsibility on us, and it's not something that you know, we take lightly at all. Um, I mean, you know, we're still both at an age where we still kind of think that you know, we can do other things, and you know, it, it was definitely a learning experience becoming a dad. Um, you know, learning you know how to change a diaper, uh, how, you know, 
about bottles and formula and you know all that kind of stuff and you know potty training and now it's you know learning teaching how to ride bikes and but yeah like you said um you know i i completely agree with everything you said you know teach teach my kids you know how to respect you know um show the same kindness as other people that that they would want to be shown you know how to be accepting and you know yeah i mean if if even us you know us two as dads can make that sort of impression on our kids i think that those lessons carried forward you know will give them a basis you know for when they're older you know when mm-hmm. they might have their own kids yep. um and you know, maybe maybe one day one of them will change the world who knows but um just having what they need to impact make a positive impact on on they're on our kids lives and them doing the same for someone else i I think that's probably one of the best things that we could hope for exactly and and to touch on you know i i think all of our kids are going to change the world in one way shape or another i mean i think um it's not uh it's not going to be up to like i i don't know how you feel necessarily about the trends of the world right now but i i i it's it to me it's hard to look at it objectively and think that we're getting better as a society um at least from my point of view and what it's what it's going to take to change that isn't one person or two people it's this generation of parents teaching their kids how to treat people and how to better everything around them so you know, if if me and you can do that with our kids, then they're going to change at least the people around them, which may not seem like the whole world, but it's still important to do that just so that they can start, the people that are around our kids that are getting changed by our kids can change the way they react with the people around them and then the people around them and the people around them. And that's how just like a virus or something like that spreads that's how it's that's what it's going to take for society as a whole to get better so i don't want my kids to be a problem in that i want them to be a solution in that and to change the world whether it is you know one small group of people at a time or not yeah i I just i can't agree more like yeah there are definitely things that that this world needs to work on that society needs to work on and you know every every small amount of change that we can affect uh you know every positive change is going to help change that outlook um for everyone so agreed agreed all right i I think i think we've wow we've touched on a lot tonight yeah yeah Um, yeah. so i i mean our first episode i i think things went well um and we figured we had our audio issues before we started we got that figured out Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, one thing I want to do when, when we put this out there is I do want to put out, um, the requ- you know, a request, you know, to, to anyone that does listen, if you have questions for, for Jacob or myself, if you have stories you want to share, please, you know, get in touch with us. Um, we want to hear from anyone that's listening. Uh, we'd love to hear other parents other 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 guys other dads other moms you know experiences you know raising kids um especially you know on the topic that we've talked about so far tonight you know uh our goals as as fathers um 
are the goals we hope that our that we hope that our kids will accomplish. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, let us know. Uh, so you can find us on social media. Uh, we are at Dadventures Pod on Twitter. Uh, we also have email set up. We are Dadventures Podcast at gmail.com. Um, Jacob, do you have any social media that you want to plug? No, I think uh, I think that'll work. Just yeah, definitely want to hear those stories and uh, do us a favor and you know subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast listening device you listen to, and uh, leave some reviews and let us know how we're doing, what what you think of it so far. I know it's only one episode, but you know that's how everything starts is just with one. So just let us know. All right, that's going to do it for for us tonight, for Jacob and myself. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah.